Two Cents Radio with Rob, Nico, and Nick. This is episode 253 for September 1st, 2020. Hi, everybody. I'm Rob. This is Nico. Hello, hello. No Nick. No Nick. Sorry, guys. It's over. He's uh, engaged now, yep. and uh, it's all downhill. From yeah. There. Is that public? Can we talk about that? He's engaged? Yeah, I think we can talk about that all publicly. Right. Yeah. I certainly hope so. <laughs> yeah, because it's in the intro now, so... Yeah, it's there. We yeah. don't edit. No. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. He uh, when we when we went on our trip to go see you, he was telling me like, "Oh, I bought a ring, and you yeah, know, I may propose like three years from now." <laughs> and I'm like, "Bro, get the show on the road. You got the rock already. Just pop it on." He, yeah, he made. He was talking about that here too. Like yeah. the night after we recorded our podcast, because yes. Quano was here, I think, right. Yes, Quana yeah. was coaching him through everything. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. That's right. Giving and, him romantic advice. Oh boy, God. <laughs> <laughs> and, but he he said it was going to happen before Christmas. Yes. So, and I said, "What the hell, dude? What are you waiting on?" But good on him for not giving it as a Christmas gift because he can always take it back now. <laughs> I guess that's true. I mean, there there is some legal precedent for. Uh, if you give it as a kit Christmas gift, it's the gr- it's the girls. If you just propose, it's still technically his. Really? Yes. Yes. That's actually like legal text. Yes. Well, I don't know if it's legal text, but there's precedent in in court. Uh, Supreme Court ruled up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ruth, Gator, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was the the, the dissent. <laughs> the single dissent. Exactly right. <laughs> she was the only one. It yep. was eight to one. Yep. Yes. Yeah, this was. A <laughs> <laughs> but no, that is yep. true. That is very true. If wow. you If you give it as a gift, a birthday gift, a Christmas gift, whatever gift. But what would the the circumstances have to be in order to take it back? Like you just say, I don't want to get married anymore. Right. So if, 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 you know, the whole thing falls apart. Yeah. But what if the dude calls it off? Then he can have it back. Why? If the dude calls it, I think yeah. if the woman calls it off, that's one thing. It's like, see, ya, at least I got a $3,000 ring out of it. Yeah. I'm not to be all feminist on you. But I well, just think like if the dude calls it off. I don't think he should be entitled to it back. Yeah. Um, Take that, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> he would be vehemently against you. Yeah. Um, uh, I have to get a special guest on the line. Apparently. Oh. So, oh, ta- right on so, so keep talking. Um, well, I know who the special guest is, but I, I'm actually very interested in her opinion on this. Okay, good. Cool. Yeah. Um, I love how we're talking about Nick's engagement the one week he's not here. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> we're just talking about all of the details. If I if I knew how he did it, I would tell you. I don't know how he did it though. Oh yeah, I do. I, I would be interested in hearing that story. Yeah, I don't think it was with much fanfare. Yeah. 
What what's your opinion on public engagements? Oh, they're terrible ideas. Yeah, the worst, right? Yeah. It just it pressures the woman into having to say yes. Hello. Oh, Quana. Hey, what's going on? By the way, you're being recorded. You're on the air. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and anything for you say can me? be used against you in a court of law. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my life. Heard that before. This phone call can be used for your uh, Keith Morrison, uh, who murdered Quana, television show. (laughs) Oh my god! And I have to get my voice in Keith Morrison (laughs) mode. That sexy beast. Uh, (laughs) How are you? What are you doing? Well, we—it's just Nico and I, and uh, we wanted to terrorize somebody. Well. Can't terrorize if you like it. Wow, that's true. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that's fun. Where's Nick? Well, I mean, he's. That's in- really what we're trying to figure yeah. out right now. Yeah. <laughs> so Nick got engaged. Yeah. No, oh, you saw that. You're, that's right. You stalk us. Yes. I, I know everything. Hello. <laughs> So we were we were talking about um, this idea that if you get engaged and then you call off your engagement, the dude gets the ring back. And we wanted your opinion. Not on according this. to Judge Judy. Uh uh-uh. uh Now oh. now wait a minute. Now wait a minute. Because here's here's how I understand it is that if it's a gift like a Christmas gift or a birthday gift, it is the females. However, if it's just mm-hmm. an engagement out of the out of the blue. It is the males. He can take it. He can have takesy backsies. No, I don't. Because like an engagement ring is a gift. No, it definitely is, Rob. No. What? It it, what would you call is. it? Then? What do you think an engagement ring is? It. It's a. It's a. It. It's a promise to get married. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, you can wish in one hand and shit on the other and see which fills up faster, (laughs) but it's a gift. It's not a gift. It's not a gift. Bro, if I get you, if I get you like a crock pot. You're right. A crock pot is a promise that you're going to (laughs) cook. But if you never use that damn thing, I can't get the crock pot back. Yeah, you can. I've given that to you with the promise that one day you might make a a hella good stir fry. But if I don't get stir fry out of the deal, not like I'm asking for it anyway, you still keep the crock pot. You could sell that thing at a pawn shop and it's still yours. Fucking then get me a $3,000 crock pot. (laughs) Maybe. Okay. Depends how good you want the stir fry to be, I guess. I think it depends on the circumstances in which the engagement is called off. Okay. All right. I said the same thing. All right. I sort of. I mean, I suppose if the girl cheats and gets caught, she should probably give the gift back. I see. A very female thing for you to say, by the way, if she cheats and gets caught. Now, if you would have been using the mail in that example, that son of a bitch was guilty, regardless if he got caught or not. I would like to post a disclaimer that I am not speaking from experience on this. Please still love me. 
if you're not happy with your engagement jewelry purchase or you're breaking off your engagement, it's important to understand the process for returning a ring. No matter what reason you have for returning your ring, knowing how to do it properly this is can re- save you significant emotional and financial this hardship. This is returning the ring, though, to the jewelry store, the way that article sounds. So apparently it's a state-by-state thing. Really? Yeah. According to NOLO... Whether or not you're required to return an engagement ring differs from state to state. In most locations, the court consider an engagement ring to be a gift from one individual to another. However, unlike a birthday present or Valentine's Day bouquet, an engagement ring also comes with strings attached. Legally, this is called a conditional gift. That means that one person gives the gift to another with the understanding that the end result will be marriage. The legal requirements are varied and complex. In most states, the conditional gift status of an engagement ring usually means that the ring must be returned to the purchaser regardless of fault. Ha! Some states make exceptions based on fault. In such a state, the person who caused the breakup may not be entitled to return of the ring. So it actually does have to do with breakup. Wow. What does Judge Judy say there, Quan? interesting. Yeah, what's Judge Judy's ruling? Um, well, I don't know. I, she always says, like, if it's a present, like, you don't get it back. Right. I I can agree with that. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's just, like, what I was going off of. Right. Isn't conditional gift kind of an oxymoron, though? You know what I mean? Well. Like, if it's conditional, then it's not a gift. I mean, there's conditions to the gift. Like, if you gave me the crockpot expecting me to cook, that's a condition to the gift. Yeah, but you're not going to get a cro- give a crockpot to you not expecting you to cook, though. Well, you know what I mean? Like, you always get it with the intention, but there are, I would say, but you at least always, 80%. But you always, you always propose to somebody with the intention of getting married. No, I get it, but I'm saying 80% of the gifts that I receive, I never use. That's just the, that's just the, the straight truth. 80% of shit that I get, whether it's a pair of sneakers or a pair of shorts or a scooter or a tennis racket, I ain't using any of that shit. Most of it gets returned to the store to begin with. That's why they give you the receipt. So I'm not, I don't understand why a, a ring would be any different. You are a horrific gift receiver then. Give me cash, bro. <laughs> Straight cheddar. That's it. Yeah, I second that, Nico, actually. Or just give me the do. gift receipt so I can exchange it for what I really want. Wow. You guys are <laughs> awful. <laughs> this is why Quan and I are soulmates. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Exactly. I, I forgot you guys were soulmates. <laughs> How could you possibly forget that? I, I don't, haven't. I know. I know. I know. It's my bad. When we get married one day, we'll be giving plans. each other every anniversary just $100 cash. <laughs> I wouldn't get you to Thank a you. gift. I wouldn't get you to a gift if you ever got married. My presence is your gift. Me coming to your wedding is your gift. Who said you're invited? Oh, that's true. <laughs> Let's be honest. I'm in the motherfucker. Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> okay, so this is funny. So Rob and I were actually having a conversation the other day about how epically great the movie North is because we just can't quit talking oh about God. it. Oh, no. And we, we said if Rob and I ever got married that that one song that Reba and Dan Aykroyd sang would be our wedding song. 
Hey there! Oh, whoops. <laughs> we had a son who was trampled by a ton of longhorns. <laughs> this, is, this, uh, this is our first dance, right? You yell your B.I.O. with the road day. Yeah! Day's done. Then you make a lot of pals with buffalo gals. Just leave some for me. Hey there! Hey there! It's my favorite song. Rob, by the I way, Quata could not figure out that meme that you sent him <laughs> oh, with Reva on the tire. I had such a hard time understanding that one, Quana. I'm sorry. You didn't get that meme that I sent I you? I didn't. It went completely over my head. Oh my god, that was hysterical. <laughs> it's funny now that Nico explained it to me. Did Rob you, like, is like, why is Reva's face on a you wheel? Oh, go ahead, Quana. Did you like send it to Nico and was like, what is she talking about? I don't get this. No, I just showed it to him on, on our Jitsi meeting tonight. As we you were t- LOL. I, I know. You I it. know because I knew it was supposed to be funny and I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> but he would never admit that he didn't get it. I would never it. admit it. So I'm mad, at, Nico. I'm not mad at Nico right now. It's a it's a picture of Reba McIntyre's face on a tire, and inside the tire is a Big Mac sandwich. Hey there! <laughs> so it's Reba Mac in tire. Hey there! <laughs> exactly. Oh my god! My sister song? is obsessed with Reba the sitcom. Your sister the old is. Sitcom. Uh, yes, it's a great sitcom. It's a great, all day. It's a great sitcom. All I hear is the name Barbara Jean coming from the living room all day long because they say the name Barbara Jean at least a thousand times oh, each yeah. episode. And I don't oh, know yeah. who Barbara Jean is, and I'm sick of her. They At the beginning, did you ever watch it, Kwana? Yes, I did. So at the very beginning of the run, uh, Barbara Jean's the mistress, the one who tears Reba's uh, husband away from her. And they were calling her BJ, and they were making BJ jokes about it at the very beginning. But that soon oh, went wow. away. Yeah, it soon went away. <laughs> and, and so she just hangs around. She's the mistress that now she like lives with Reba. Well, pretty much. They become friends, quote unquote. Got it. But okay. I remember when Barbara Jean came in and introduced herself. She's like, oh, my name's Barbara Jean. People call me BJ. It's short for. And Reba's like, I know what it's short for. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh gotta love Reba so anyway yeah Nick's engaged so that's yeah. exciting news yeah that's like super exciting I'm kind of pumped did you expect it to happen this quickly Kwana? just from time I thought it was gonna happen like way sooner after you guys left really yeah like I thought he would like just go and like propose yeah we so pumped him up after waiting. the trip. <laughs> I was like, we were giving him pep talks. <laughs> yeah, no, by the sound of it, I thought maybe 2024. If he got engaged by 2024, <laughs> I, I, I thought I would, I'd be happy with that. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it happened. So I, I don't know what he's, I, evidently he's eloping. Maybe I shouldn't say that on the podcast, but I think he's eloping. <laughs> I hope so because I don't want to have to go out to Ohio for a wedding and then go back out to Ohio for the eclipse. Oh right, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a pain. 
Rob, you act like you have something better to do. <laughs> Shut up, Quana. Don't tell. <laughs> Don't spread the truth around here. <laughs> I I just want everybody to know that I am inviting myself as Rob's plus one to all of these events. <laughs> Oh. Uh, if you had another wedding date lined up, too bad. Like, not going to happen. <laughs> Damn it. And I'm going to make I, you work road trip one time. We can fly the other time. Okay. All right. You yeah. can see the world's largest and truck stop on drive. the way. You will drive? Oh, well, then we can road trip both times. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to stay awake and entertain me. Oh, piss. I don't know if I can do that. Yeah. I don't know if I can do that. Well, we're going to stop and we're going to do like roadside attractions. Oh, my God. On the way. Oh, my God. In the beautiful state of Iowa. (laughs) (laughs) All the roadside attractions. As much as Quana loves Iowa, I can see her just planning a trip so that we don't ever enter Iowa. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) We go go to Ohio through Canada. That's how we go. (laughs) That's fun. Oh my god. <laughs> Honestly, I think we devised the worst road trip possible in terms of things to do. Yeah. I don't think there is less like in a in a secluded area of the United States than in between Ohio and Nebraska. Yeah, that's not a very great road trip. It's awful. <laughs> and it, it's almost worse going out to the Black Hills seeing all the wall drug signs. Oh, my God. Enough <laughs> of the wall drug. Most overrated attraction anywhere in the world, by the way. Wall drug. <laughs> Terrible. Quana, do you like wall drug? Um, I've only been there once because um, I felt like it was something like I needed to do in my life. Mm. And now, now it's done, and I never need to do that again. Right. No, it's it's not necessary. Yeah. So, yeah. Nope. Hard pass. Don't need to stop there again. Don't be fooled no. by the road signs. There's thousands. <laughs> there might be a million road signs in, in South Dakota for wall drug. I mean, when they all cost five cents <laughs> well, in true. South Dakota, yeah. because three cars <laughs> drive down that freeway every three weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty affordable. <laughs> oh my gosh. Nico, I'm trying to convince Rob to do online dating. Oh my god. What do you mean you're trying to convince him? Hasn't he already been I've done it out there? We talked yeah. about this last night, Quana. You what? We you and I talked about this. I know, but we didn't talk about it publicly for everybody <laughs> to know. <laughs> yeah. Give me the gist of the conversation. I mean, it was just that. She was trying to convince me to go online dating, and I'm like, dude, I've done it already. It sucks. You did it for like four minutes. I didn't do it for like four minutes. Mm, I remember a a couple stories from Rob's online dating exploits. Yeah, okay. They were disasters. No, I know. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't get back on the horse. Well, that's true. Let me ask you a question. Oh, boy. Let, let me ask you a, a serious question. Now, we're really probing here. Now, I, I like the, the way this is going. <laughs> I hate this. I'm hanging up on Kwana. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what's your plan? 
what's my plan yeah like what's like you're just like general I'm, I'm not talking like specifics just like big picture like what is your romantic game plan my romantic game plan yeah like just romantically like what are you trying to do in your life i don't know marriage i don't think that's for me mm. i really don't i don't i don't think so Kwana, help me out here <laughs> I totally think you should get married. Why? I don't, I can't see myself with anybody, I guess, at this point. What does that mean? Oh, we can't hear you there, Peach. Oh, am I here? (laughs) There you are. Okay. I think you look at marriage as like, um, I have to like settle down, like have this family, whatever. I think if you like find your person, you're going to be like, Hey, like I could hang with you the rest of my life. Here's a contingent gift of <laughs> a, a ring, but you better give it back. <laughs> if we break up. <laughs> so I- in my effort to try to help Rob with his online dating, I offered to make him a profile and talk to all the girls for him. <laughs> this is such a bad he's idea. Like, he's like not going for it. It's no, really disappointing. It's not happening. Okay, so here's what I find when I let women touch my online dating profiles. Oh, this boy. is what I find generally. Is that women have no idea what the hell other women want. No, that's very true. I th- I find generally like they they're like you know the pictures that they choose and the things that they say it's I don't think it's ever worked. But here's my thing that I kind of want to prove to to Kwana is how much harder it is for guys than it is girls. Oh, it's impossible. Impossible. <laughs> it's impossible. Kwana, it is absolutely impossible. I mean, I don't believe this. I don't it's 100% believe this. True. One time, a, a a friend of mine who's a, who's a lady showed me her like tinder because we were comparing tinders i was showing her all of my tinder matches and she was showing me all her tinder matches and it looked like like an an fbi's most wanted list of just like (laughs) there are so many dudes so just like just heaps and heaps and heaps of dudes and it's like attractive dudes by the way and i'm like Oh, this is what I'm competing with on that end. And then I show her mine and it's like three like fours. Yeah. And I mean there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that. But it's like the it is you're you you might as well be using two completely different apps. Unless you're Danny you know on, I, Unless you're Danny on Grinder and then That's true. <laughs> it's just blown up. Oh yeah. I mean he he is all the most desi- people magazine called him the most desirable uh Bachelor in Connecticut, yeah. I think. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so jealous. <laughs> oh my no, god. I don't Okay, but I Go ahead. So this is probably like oh, super old news to you guys, but I had just learned that Tinder uses like a ranking system on you Correct. of how many people swipe right, swipe left what kind of people like their attractiveness level and then you're assigned a number and then you're only shown people within that number right uh kind of what they do is they they, they prioritize they prioritize so the higher number it is the higher in your queue the person will show up 
So the, okay. the person that's getting more swipes, the person that's like getting more matches with like attractive people get put towards the top of your queue. So what you're doing is for the first 30 people on your Tinder, you're swiping left or right. What is it, swipe left to say yes? Swipe right. Swipe right swipe. and say yes. Okay. So you swipe right, whatever, 30 times, but all of these people are getting 10,000 other matches because they're getting shown at the top of everybody else's queue too. Right. So you're not really, you really don't so, have a chance with anybody until like person number 50. So Quana, you need to set up a profile of a per of a man, a three like myself, for example, and see that you get <laughs> zero hits. <laughs> How about you just let me set up an actual profile for you and see that I get find you the love of your life hits. and send you on a date where I have convinced her that you love Hamilton <laughs> and that's all you want to talk about. <laughs> oh, that'll never happen. <laughs> no, I, I, I think online dating is uh, is good in pra- in in theory. Yeah. If see, you're look, hot, this is who I'm getting shown at the beginning of my Tinder hot, queue. Dude, see? Oh my god, that's a ten. Yes. Sorry, Kwana, you can't see this because you're on the phone, but... Another one. That's a catfish. Alexa, 19, catfish. <laughs> Are <laughs> well, you on Tinder right now? Uh, uh, Nico is. Yeah, I'm swiping. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. That's another catfish. That's not a real picture. No, I think they're real. Oh, my God. That's not real. Oh, we'll find out soon enough, that, per- that person. <laughs> yeah, when she doesn't swipe right on you. <laughs> when she asks for $10,000 wired to a, a Belgian banking account. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So, okay. So, have you guys, like, actually, like, gone on, like, dates from this? Like, so, like, the reason I don't do Tinder is because I feel like it's just a hookup app. And, like, I don't feel like I need help in that department. Oh, well, why? <laughs> I need help with finding somebody that, like, wants to give me a well, lucky why, you. Why, why don't you brag a little bit there, Quana? <laughs> well, I'm just saying it's easier for girls. I will give you on that yeah. scale. Like, yeah. that's easy. But Y'all really don't have to try at all. There's no effort. No. Yeah, no. No, I agree with you. <laughs> We really don't. I mean, if you wanted to get dicked down tonight, Quana, you could in about Jesus 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I could do it in a solid seven yeah. right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would start the clock. <laughs> Here we go. And the clock has started. <laughs> I've never turned down a challenge in my life. Here I go. <laughs> so yeah no i agree so it is it's it's way easier so i i've never been on a tinder date personally i've chatted a little bit but i've never been on a date rob okay rob did you actually go on a date no it was a hookup oh not a good i need details You need to listen to our program more often. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. You haven't listened to enough episodes of this podcast. <laughs> Thank God. I only listen to Nico. I skip over the rest. I, I know you do. <laughs> I know that's the truth. Uh, oh, my God. So how much but, time do you have with us, Quana? Because you said you were you were you had plans. 
Yeah, I'm just like going in my car on my way to the restaurant. I so see. I have like probably five more minutes. Okay, cool. I just, I didn't want to keep you any longer than necessary. Oh, no, you're good. I promise. Okay. Now, the thing about what Rob is he's kind of about? just, the, Rob is a, is a, a bit of a man whore. That's the thing about Rob. I'm not. And no, he's only in the he's only in the, the hookup business. I'm not only. No in strings the attached for Rob. <laughs> no, this last one, the last one was yeah, no strings attached. Yeah, she was nice, but maybe you have to give up that method, though. Oh, maybe. Maybe Christian yeah, but, Mingle is the place. But for those, you. those are such. <laughs> the hookups are so few and far between for me. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. They're just so few and far between for me. Farmers only? <laughs> Farmers only. Is that a thing? I haven't heard their commercials any for a long time. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. I, I did Farmers only for a hot minute. Did you really? No kidding. Yes. And I was, like, convinced that I found my soulmate. Yeah? Yes. He was um super nice. And then on our third date, I don't know what happened. He ordered a chicken sandwich, and I, like, couldn't handle the way that he ate the sandwich, and I oh broke my. up with him, like, on the spot. Oh, oh my God. God, Quana. <laughs> it was a chicken sandwich. He was your soulmate. <laughs> Is chicken sandwich code for he was bad at eating box? No, we never actually <laughs> hooked up. <laughs> He couldn't eat a chicken sandwich. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know, you guys. I can't explain it, but that was my farmer's only experience. <laughs> you guys, I once broke up with a guy because I thought his shoelaces were dumb. <laughs> what? <laughs> See, he this had, like he had red shoelaces that like didn't come with the shoe. Like he purposely went and like bought these and then re laced his shoe and like I couldn't handle it. I had to break up with him too. Oh my god. I've done that. You've done that? Absolutely. No, not that he's broke up with somebody over shoelaces. Oh. He's put red <laughs> no, shoelaces. Swapped out the shoelaces in my shoes. Yeah. <laughs> no, you guys are coming from completely different angles here. No, because I'm hearing you. I'm like, so what's wrong with that? <laughs> You know what? I don't think there is anything wrong with it. I think I was just being a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I got red shoelaces, but like, I, you know, sometimes if the shoelaces don't match the shoes, which happens all the time for men. Yes. One time I told a woman that she had uh, uh, sneakers like a man and uh, didn't go over so well. Remember, I no. remember Rob the unisex shoe story. Yeah, I do. Remember that story. <laughs> I actually do remember that story. <laughs> oh my god! All right, guys, I'm at the restaurant. I have to go to this birthday dinner. Well, you have fun. It was good talking to you. Yes, I love you guys both so much. Call me again soon. Absolutely, you'll be back on. We got to get you on Jitsi sometime so that you're you're really like tuned in. Yeah, I could just like come over to your house. Oh, yeah, you could do that, too. I forgot yeah, about that. And then we could watch Hamilton after. Ooh, yeah, there's the problem. Oh, I, my Disney Plus <laughs> subscription just ran out. Darn it. <laughs> Live. All right, love you guys. Yep, see you, Quana. Right, talk to you Quana, later. Thanks. Bye. Bye. She's the, she's the best.
She is the best. <laughs> She's the best. <laughs> Always a delight. Oh, so what else is new with you? I saw on your Twitter, what was this thing like you were Orson Welles and... Something else on Twitter? A few and Elizabeth days. Moss, I think. <laughs> yes. Those the what two. was up with that? <laughs> well, I don't know. There's some app that, like, I don't know, matches your face to a celebrity's face. That's great. You look nothing like Orson Welles. <laughs> I actually kind of saw it. Really? Do I look more like Elizabeth Moss or Orson Welles? <laughs> what would you say? Uh, Elizabeth Moss. <laughs> okay. Well, that's. I take that as a compliment. Okay. Yeah. She's a very know. handsome woman. Orson Welles is such a fascinating character to me. Why? Uh, the whole fucking uh, uh, radio broadcast that freaked people out. War of I, the Worlds. Yeah. Yes, I love the history behind that. Yeah. Uh, and he was just an interesting guy. Uh, but the reason I bring it up is because I have some outtakes for some a wine commercial that Orson Welles did. And he drank way too much wine. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> this is one of my favorite things with Orson Welles. Uh, Turn camera. Mark. 102, take one. So uh, <laughs> let's set it up. So he's sitting at a table. There's a bottle of wine and a champagne or a wine glass on there. There's a, a man also at the table with a woman. And the man is opening the bottle of wine. And Orson is just staring at the camera. Just staring blankly at the camera. With overlap, action please. Nothing. <laughs> action Orson, please. Action Orson. Did you just do anything? No, it's a, sorry, cut. <laughs> <You're wrong. laughs> he, goes, he, he isn't doing anything. <laughs> 102, take two. Ah, the French <laughs> champagne. <laughs> It's always been celebrated for its excellence. There is a California champagne by Paul Masson, inspired by that same French excellence. It's fermented in the bottle, and like the best French champagne, it's vintage dated. So, Paul Masson. <laughs> 102, take three. Actually, I keep trying, though. That's what I love about this. <laughs> They're like, we only got this guy for a day. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to we're gonna get a good take out of him over, you know. It means the death of me. Action, please. Mahal. <laughs> I just love it. The front. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. Action, please. <laughs> the French. Champagne has always been celebrated for its excellence. There is a California champagne by Paul Masson. <laughs> Inspired by that same French excellence, it's fermented in the bottle and like the best French champagne, it's vintage dated. So Cut. Paul Masson... Oh, the French! <laughs> That's so all of it. question. Is he getting drunk off of the wine that he's advertising? He must have. He's not drinking it in the video, but he's obviously drunk. Obviously drunk. Because normally in commercials, they'll give you like a... They'll give you like flavored water or something. The glass is empty. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, there you go. That explains that. Ah, the French! <laughs> 
You know, like if I'm drinking like a, a beer, like they'll put soda in there that right. looks like the beer. Yeah. The, right. Oh, no. Orson Welles is a rat bastard when it comes <laughs> down to it. Well, he's a method actor. <laughs> he is method. And that makes him a, a bastard. Yes, exactly. Uh, here's I don't know if I'll find the right spot here. I, I just did it right. <laughs> yeah. So this is a frozen peas commercial, and he's getting pissed. Bad copy. It's in July. Of course, it's every July. There's too much directing around here. Could I have one more go, please? What? Could I have just one more take of that? Story? Why? I just did it right. <laughs> oh, look, I, I'm not used to having more than one person in there. One more word out of you, and you go. Is that clear? Yes, sir. I take I take directions from one person under protest. But from two, I don't sit still. But who the hell are you, anyway? What? Well, why the hell are you asking me for another one? Well, I thought there was a slight bonk, and I would like, just like to be safe. Jesus. <laughs> what is a gonk? Do you mind telling me what that is? A bang from outside. <laughs> a bang from outside. Norway. Fish fingers in Nor- Findus, Norway. We know a certain fjord in Norway, near where the cod gather in great shoals. There, Janst Stangeland. Shit. Yeah, roll it around and I have no more time. You don't know what I'm up against. Because it's full of, of, of things that are only correct because they're grammatical, but they're tough on the ear. You see, this is a very wearying one. It's unpleasant to read. Unrewarding. Unrewarding. Because Findus freezes like commercial yeah. and then add a crumb crisp. You're not, you're not crumb acting in Othello. Relax, dude. Ah, that's tough, crumb crisp coating. It's not rewarding. I think, no, because of the way it's written, you need to break it up because it's not, it's not as conversational. You're the fucking Kool Aid man. <laughs> what? what are you talking it's about? It's not rewarding. Crumb. Good. I want to see the Geico Gecko fucking Here protest, protest like this dude does. Say the line! We know a little place in the American Far West where Charlie Briggs chops up the finest prairie-fed beef and tastes... This is a lot of shit, you know that. <laughs> you want one more? Yeah, yeah. More on what beef? You, you missed the first beef, actually, completely. What do you mean, missed it? You're emphasizing prairie fed. But you can't emphasize beef. That's like he's wanting me to emphasize in before July. Come on, fellas, you're losing your heads. I wouldn't direct any living actor like this in Shakespeare. Well, you do this. It's impossible. You did six last year. I love I I made a joke that he was in Shakespeare, and then he literally references Shakespeare. (laughs) I was joking. Oh, it, I think it's at the beginning here where... He, Listen, your beef jingle is all well and good, but we only we only write an iambic pentameter. <laughs> what the hell, dude? This is at the beginning of this, and I think we missed it, but they wanted him to emphasize in... The in July. In, in July, and he freaks Every out July, about it. peas grow there. Do you really mean that? I, yeah, so in other words, I, I'd start half a second late. Don't you think you really want to say July over the snow? Isn't that the fun of it? It's it, if you can make it almost when that shot disappears, it'll make. My- I think it's so nice that that you see a snow-covered field and say every July peas grow there. We know a remote farm in Lincolnshire where Mrs. Buckley lives. Every July peas grow there. We aren't even in the fields, you see. Yeah, we are. We're talking about them growing, and she's picked them. Yeah. On <clears throat> what? On in July. I don't understand you, then. When must, what must be over for July? Um, when we get out of that snowy field. Well, I was out. 
So what's happening is they're playing the commercial, and he's supposed to be recording the uh, the narration to this commercial, and uh-huh. he's seeing and missing the the cues in the commercial, and that's what he's bitching about right now. Now, but what what is this in July? What is what what would be the difference? I think it's coming up here. Just a second. Okay. We were onto a can of peas, a big dish of peas, when I said in July. Oh, I'm sorry. Mr. Yes, always. I'm always past that. You are? Yes. Why, that's about where I say in July. Can you emphasize a bit in? In July. Why? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Sorry. Um, There's no known way of saying an English sentence in which you begin a sentence with in and emphasize it. Get me a jury and show me how you can say in July and I'll go in down July. on you. That's just idiotic if you'll forgive in me. In July. That's just stupid. In July. I'd love to know how you emphasize in and in July. <laughs> Impossible. Meaningless. I think all they were thinking about was that they didn't want to. He isn't thinking. Well, so can we just do one last <laughs> Yeah. And it was my fault. I, should, I said in July. If you can leave every July. You didn't say it. He said it. It's, it's every July. Your in friend. July. Every July? In July. So I think he's right. No, you don't really mean every July. <laughs> he's right. In July. That sounds ridiculous. <laughs> well. <laughs> no, you know what? He's 100% right. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't he, have to be a rat bastard about it. <laughs> well, he's Orson Welles. The dude made Citizen Kane. He's allowed to say whatever the <laughs> hell he wants. No, listen, here's my here's my thing with actors, right? Obviously, I would never want to work with somebody like Orson Welles because apparently like late in his life, too. He just like didn't memorize lines. No, he would show up, you know, drunk on the French. Yeah, (laughs) but like if he's right, then he's right. Yeah, it doesn't matter how he's like. He's allowed to be a rap bastard if he's right. (laughs) And I think he makes a compelling case there. There's no sentence in the English language that starts with in July and you emphasize the end in July. No, it's in July. In you emphasize the July. Of course you do. In July. WNBC. Oh, I love I love the Orson Welles stuff and I love the War of the Worlds history. Yeah. Because well, that is that is right up your alley. Because the thing is, from what I've understood, the the media reports are blown way out of proportion about how uh panicked people were that night. Yeah. And that even even if uh, it was heard by more people than it probably was. It it didn't turn into what has been reported. Because the thing is, that show was up against some other popular radio show that night. Uh, so it wasn't it wasn't going to be the top billing of the night. It wasn't the the station you tuned into that night. Mm. It, it's 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 a fascinating story. You ever seen F for Fake? No. It's an Orson Welles documentary. It's from, I think, the 70s. Yeah. And it's it's just sort of him just for an hour and a half talking about fraud. And there's like sleight of hand and illusions. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's 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 a very Orson Welles thing where he like makes himself the star. And it's it's kind of pretentious, but it's really of course it's it's pretentious. He's Orson Welles. Yeah. You know, Orson Welles final uh, big screen performance. No. Transformers the movie. Oh my god, what? <laughs> it's his final performance before oh he died. Poor bastard. Transformers the animated movie. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. The animated movie. 
Yeah, from the 80s. Wow. Yeah, because War of the Worlds was 1938. Holy shit. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Dude dude uh, changed ever changed storytelling, he changed did. movies, changed radio, changed everything. Yeah. Yeah, that was huge. Like any like publicity stunt like fake out movie yeah. with like a twist it, 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 you know Blair Witch Project all that is just like what Orson Welles was doing yeah it, I look like him it's a fast, I look just it, like him it, it's crazy yeah uh, I, lo- I love the the in in July though that's great in July <laughs> <laughs> he's 100% right <laughs> Do you want to talk about uh, uh, this documentary we watched? Did you watch this documentary? Oh, yeah, well, I did. I did. I, I want to know what your angle is on this, though, because, like, to me, it was it was good. I was jealous the whole time, but we can talk about that a little bit. But, yeah, let's talk about that because Nick didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah. So it, the, the movie is called Boys State, and it is available on Apple TV Plus, if you subscribe to that. And how do you get Apple TV Plus? That's what Nick says. How would I ever possibly get that? Yeah. <laughs> He's like my grandfather <laughs> when it comes to stuff like that. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Sign up for a free trial and cancel it. Yeah. Even. <laughs> um. So, okay, yeah, it's, it's on Apple TV Plus, and it's a documentary that uh, I think they bought it like a festival. I don't think it was an Apple TV original. No, I'm sure not. I'm sure not. Um, but it follows this uh, summer camp, essentially, called Boy State, yep. which is a thing that happens all across the country, and it's put on by the VFW. Yep. And this was something that I wasn't even aware of before this documentary really? came out. Yeah. You, weren't, appara- you weren't made aware of it when you were in school. No, not at all. Maybe there isn't one in Connecticut. I'm Maybe not. not. Sure. Uh, but each state sort of controls their own boy state camp and they recruit politically minded children who are like 16, 17 juniors and seniors in high school. And they go to this camp and they learn about the political system. Essentially. So, so here in Nebraska, it happens between your junior, the summer of your junior senior year. So okay. the year before you turn the summer before you are a senior, you go are a, you're nominated to go to boys state and girls state. There's also girls state is the VF actually it's the American Legion. Not the, the VF, yep. The Legion. OK. My apologies. Uh, oh, there is one in Connecticut, though. Oh, interesting. No, never was told about this. Wow. We were required to write the essay for it. Wow. I mean, granted, there was only six boys in my graduating class, but. Yeah, we were required. We were all basically nominated, and we all wrote the essay to go. So you applied, and yes. you really wanted to get in, right? I, I desperately wanted to get in. And maybe maybe my, my report was oozing desperation. And that's why they <laughs> didn't send me. So what was your essay about? I have no clue. I have no idea. Huh. And so you, this why was, did you not get chosen? This was 20 years ago, bro. <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, literally the summer between my junior and senior year was 20 years ago this year. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I got it rough. <laughs> I'm here in the fetal position because I just turned 25. Yeah. <laughs> and I've been out of school for 20 years. <laughs> oh my God. I, so I have no idea. 
No fucking clue. But why did you not get chosen? Uh, because they chose, you know, the other kid that's smarter. Oh, okay. Apparently. Well, that makes sense. I was so jealous. I was so mad. Because it was him. For boy, in terms of boys, he was the top of the class, and I was second in line in terms of boys. Got it. Got it. I mean, granted, the the kid's a genius. I mean, he... <laughs> He were he's been he's he teaches at MIT and now Ohio State University. He's like a big chemistry guy. Genius. He's a genius. Yeah, I can't huh. I can't say enough nice things about him. But man, I was jealous that he got to go to Boy State. Wow. So yeah, I, I think it might just be bigger in the red states. That's Maybe. sort of what I'm gathering. Maybe. Anyway, because, oh, we haven't even described what it is. Okay, yeah. So it's a camp where each state you get all these boys together, and there's also a girl state too. Yep. And it's run by the same program, boy state and girl state. And you go and it's in this case in Texas, a group of a thousand boys, over a thousand boys, who for the weekend form political parties uh-huh. and run elections yep. and campaigns. And uh, essentially backstab each other yeah. in order to gain power in a made-up system. In a made-up, in a made-up system, it's totally made up. They, in this case, they give you two parties: the Federalists and the Nationalists. Yeah, and the divisions are completely arbitrary. Mm-hmm. So you take uh, half the kids, put them in the Federalists; half the kids, put them in the Nationalists. Luck There's of the no draw. Platform. Luck of the draw. Yeah. There's no platform. There's no ideology. There's nothing. It's not like this is the left party. This is the right party. Yeah. It's just. These are your two parties. Make up your platform and figure out how you're going to win this election. Yep. That's the idea. Yep. Um, And what happened here, I just thought was so fucking fascinating. Yeah. Um, Because what ends up happening is that uh, both parties argue for ideologies that they don't believe in. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And that's what I thought. (laughs) And I'm like, this is the the uh the distillation of all of our political problems you can find in this one documentary yeah because what you have the the movie follows four kids in particular right there's like these four sort of point of view characters there's one that's sort of on the left one that's on the right and then two are sort of in the middle or whatever and mm-hmm. and they're um and, and they're narrating this thing as it goes and these kids are obviously very smart they're very politically savvy they're incredibly literate when it comes to like these issues um but they speak in these very creepy terms that you don't want a 16 year old no. to be speaking. You're in. right. It, it, they were speaking in very adult, uh, like tones, I guess I would say. They're saying things like, you know, in politics, you have to just stay in the middle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you have to just go with the flow because I don't want to lose this seat. And you know what I mean? Like, I'm not really for a bor- or I'm not really against abortion, but that's what my party wants. So I'm going to go with it. Right. Or like I have sort of differing views on immigration, but I'm just going to go with what everybody says. Yeah. And it's like everybody in this, in this documentary is incredibly savvy and incredibly ambitious, but no one seems to believe anything that they actually espouse. No. And S- I just thought like, man, this is, this is our American po- political system. And I kept thinking this question, like, is it that, the adults have learned this behavior from the children or have the children learned this behavior from the adults? Oh, the children have absolutely learned it from the adults. And the adults there were absolutely feeding them uh, things to get riled up about. Because I think you can make an argument, though, that what makes a successful politician 
is the person that is able to communicate their ideas to the lowest common denominator. Oh, for sure. To be able to communicate their ideas in a way that a child would understand it. Like this idea of like this tribal sort of like, we're going to kick your guys' ass and we're going (laughs) to cheat our way into the election. Like all of that stuff is very childlike. Right. You know, it's like playground shit. Yeah. And it's almost like adults, it's they learn that behavior growing up and then they took it and they applied it to politics, you know? Yep. And I do think like it's an interesting question. You know, I think in both they're kind of feeding into each other. Like the the adults are sort of they're egging on this sort of childlike behavior, but the children are also learning from what they see on TV. For sure. But the adults are there stoking the fire. Yeah. Absolutely. I want to know more. I wanted to see more from the adults' perspective than I did the kids. Because uh-huh. after a while, I got bored with the, the bullshit that the kids were doing Yeah, in that documentary. Very good documentary. And it, 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 also, I don't think that like here in Nebraska, it gets that cutthroat. Yeah, you run, you, you figure out, you know, how campaigns run and how government runs. But I don't like that was from the ground up. Uh, build your platform, build a campaign, run a campaign, win an election. Yeah. And there was mudslinging going on. Uh, and they, I, I don't know if they encouraged it, but they definitely didn't get in the way. Of they it, didn't it get way. in the way. No, no, they did not get in the way. And kids are so fucking mean. And that's what's so fucking hilarious. Yeah. Because it's kind, you know what it is? It's kind of like Kid Nation. It kind it was kind of Kid Nation ish. Some Kid Nation vibes going there on. There were here. definitely Kid Nation vibes for the old for older kids. This yeah. was this was a Kid Nation full of Gregs. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, they said things that are kind of, you know, on the same wavelength as ugly chickens deserve to die. <laughs> yeah, they Like really I'm not did. sure the debate was much more nuanced than that. <laughs> no, it wasn't. You know, I and so the reason actually why they chose Texas, I found this out afterwards, mm-hmm. is because the year prior, the oh, Texas yes. <laughs> boy state had voted to secede from the union. Yes. And this was a story that like gained news coverage. I remember hearing that in the news and not thinking anything of it at the time. Right. But it's like, what are you seceding from, kids? <laughs> yeah. And and there were rumors or murmurs of that happening again at this uh, boys state when the cameras were. were rolling yes they were definitely inspired by the year before oh for sure it's genius that is so fucking genius yeah. there was some troll there at that year that just got people going and they were like yep we're gonna secede from the nation and they vote and they actually get it right that's just kids trolling that's just kids trolling and then making the news for I, it. I guess <laughs> is it any different than Trump being like, yo, guys, what if I was president? And then everybody <laughs> laughed at him. It's like, silly idea. Right. But eventually, actually, ah, actually, the guy's got some good points. Yeah, I mean, it's not, I don't know. Is it that much different? A uh, little bit. A little bit. There were a lot of kids that clearly had learned a lot from Trump. Yes. It's just like, don't apologize. Just nope. paint the media as the enemy. Paint, like the, the kid that was the, um, that was the uh, double amputee. Right. Who was like one of the point of view characters. I forget what that kid's name was. I don't remember any other names. Um, but he was like, uh, he, he was talking about how, the, the, how he won the election essentially mm-hmm. at the end of it is that he portrayed um, the other party as censoring and discriminating against his party. Right. 
So there was a there was like a debate. There was a formal debate, and the guy from the other party was moderating the debate. <laughs> That's right. And somehow, like the kid was just following the rules. It wasn't yeah. like anything major. Yeah. But he cut off the opposing party. Yep. And uh, this kid, the double amputee, accused the other party of uh, being biased yep. against them. And yep. it's essentially the Trump like fake news. Like oh, everybody's yeah. out to get me. Yeah. Deep state thing. Yeah. But but he even says during a, a confessional, he's like, yeah, uh, Trump won because he was able to con- convince America that he was the victim. Essentially, right. that his side was being discriminated against. Um, and it's just kind of weird how like everybody just. So I don't know if I like that line. From- yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're all just taking lessons from like Trump. It's really, it's strange that like there's a camp that's like indoctrinating this. Oh yeah. It's, it's bizarre. Like it's really bizarre. Like I wanted to go to boy state and I'm still miffed that I didn't get to go after seeing that documentary. Cause it looks fun, but oh, I, it looks like a blast. I know that it's not that bad here in Nebraska. <laughs> there's more of learning about how our odd unicameral system works here in Nebraska and nowhere else in the nation <laughs> yeah <laughs> i i uh i definitely would want to go to the texas boy state though. yeah oh for i sure. know for a fact i would have a blast oh god it would be so much fun <laughs> and i would be the dude slinging mud and whatever it takes we're gonna win this damn election we we would bring mexico into our country <laughs> absolutely yeah that's what we would vote to do whatever it takes now, here's I- some famous alumni i have the list here oh yeah Neil Armstrong. Oh, really? At Texas? Uh, this is just all boys and girls state. Okay. Alum. Okay. This is anywhere. Uh, Justice Samuel Alito. Yeah, I've the seen Supreme that one. Court. Yeah. Because uh, I think they brought that up in the documentary. They did. Yeah. John Bon Jovi. Oh my God. Tom Brokaw. Oh. Cory Booker. Garth Brooks. Dick Cheney. Wow. Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton, I think I, they mentioned in the documentary, too. Tim Cook, Roger Ebert, James Gandolfini. Wow. Mike Huckabee, Phil Jackson. Michael Jordan. Jeez, Lou. Michael Jordan and Phil Jackson both went to Boy State. Wow. <laughs> Joe Lieberman, Rush Limbaugh. Uh, Bruce Springsteen went to boys camp, but see, but I mean, and granted the reason these guys are where they are in their careers is because they're aggressive, but those are very aggressive personalities. All of them. All of them. Every single one of them. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see a single one that isn't an aggressive personality. Yeah. Yeah. They're all that way. It's all like CEOs and Tim Cook might be the most like mundane one but i think tim cook is probably a throat slasher yeah, he's probably an alpha yeah that dude's probably an alpha yeah yeah like it, yeah michael jordan's here but dennis rodman is not here did we talk yeah. did we talk about on the air my phone call from apple yes i think we did okay okay yeah we did okay yeah my email to tim cook <laughs> yeah i know they, yeah. And they finally got back to you yeah <laughs> Tim Cook finally was like, "Get a hold of this Rob guy. Get him. Get him. Get me Tim Cook. <laughs> yeah. Get me Roger uh, Stone. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely available yeah. these days. <laughs> definitely available. 
so yeah, that's uh, th- that's boy state. I thought it was just really fascinating, and I would love to see a girl state. I'd love to see what it's like on the other side, and to see like oh if God. they're just as cutthroat, if that more cutthroat than the guys, or if it's the opposite, maybe they're less cutthroat. I don't know. I don't know. Girls can be mean. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. I don't know. Girls can be mean. Political girls can. Yeah, you know, you got a bunch of Nancy Pelosi's running around. Hoof. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like, I just imagine, like, who's the Ann Coulter of, of you know, of girl state? Because, <laughs> you know, that's the role they would take on. One would try to yeah. be Michelle Obama. One would try to yep. be, you know, Hillary Clinton. One would try to yep. be Ann Coulter. One would try Man. to be Sarah Palin. Oh, boy. yeah. I don't know. I'd, I'd be I'd like to see a sequel. I'd like to see what girl state looks like. Yeah. I, I thought this was really fascinating. Get on that, people. So check go it back out. to I Texas. Go back to Texas for girl state. Yeah, for sure. No, it's gotcha. a good documentary. It was a, it was a fun watch for sure. Cool. I, I'm glad you recommended it. Yeah. What else you got for me? You know, not a whole heck of a lot. It's just been uh, August sucked. Um, oh yeah, you're back to school, right? Yeah. Yeah, we had some. We had a COVID explosion around here. Whoa. Uh, I mean, ten cases. We're, we're up to yeah, ten cases. Say. Did we have? We had a case. We had a single case when you were here in July, right? correct yeah so after you guys left it we got up to 10 wow yeah that's still like nothing but <laughs> no it's still nothing but for around here yeah it, it here is. it's like five thousand, and it's like we have it under control <laughs> yeah <laughs> i just yeah. it's so i don't know what to think about this anymore i'm so on the fence of is it a conspiracy is it not a conspiracy oh no <laughs> I, I really go back and forth because you were firmly in the not a conspiracy camp before. Firmly. Right? And I still would say I'm on that side of the fence, but I'm closer to the fence now mm. than I was. Uh, why do you say that? It just, it seems to me like it's harder to catch or it, maybe the reason it's harder to catch than I assume it is, is because it's been here a lot longer. Right. I think it was here way before March. Right. I, I think January. I think January, February, people were getting sicker with it around here. Uh, well, Danny says he had it on New Year's Day. Remember? Did he? I don't remember. Yeah, saying or New that. Year's Eve. You think he said? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember. But he never tested positive. But yeah. Right. He, well, there were no tests. The there were no right. tests at New Year's. I will say this too. Uh, there is a lot of just like misinformation floating around yes. about the tests. Yeah. We actually had a scare here a couple weeks ago. Really. Um, it was on my birthday. Actually, my, we had my brother's graduation party. Oh yes, that happy day. birthday! Thank you. I I <laughs> didn't consider this one a happy one. I'm kind of <laughs> over it. Oh no, because you were too much. Because you turned 25. Oh, wait till you turn 30. Oh, I, I'm waiting. Your world's gonna end eagerly. I'm waiting your, eagerly. Your world is gonna end when you turn 30. Uh, but we. But uh, one of his friends who was at the party. Oh boy. Um, was going to take a trip to Colorado. He was taking a road trip. So before he left, him and his friend who were going on this trip got an instant Corona test. His came back positive. In, okay, now hold on. An instant Corona test, meaning it was a, a, a swab? Half hour turnaround, yes. Really? Like a, a, chin, a cheek swab or nope. up the nose with a rubber up, hose? Up the, up the nose with a rubber <laughs> hose. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. He, all the way up, swab, 
Test okay. came back in a half hour. You it's s- just it's the same methodology as the three day test, but it's just quicker turnaround. You've had you've had the real test, right? The the nose. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like you have a pencil in your hand right now. Can you imagine shoving that pencil as far into your brain? I can. <laughs> they... I did it. I can. Oh, I have not had a test. I have it's not, not fun. Had, I have not would had not a recommend. Test. Wow. But you... he went and tested positive, and he was at the party. This was two days after the party. Oh man. And at this party again, most of my family, we were all outside and we were all, you know, fairly distant. Yeah. I mean, not incredibly, but, you know, as, as distant as you can be with your close family. Whatever. Right. But all four of my grandparents were there. A lot oh. of other relatives with like conditions, pre existing conditions, everything. Yeah. Cancer survivors at this party. Oh, all, my God. The whole, the whole thing. Right. Whole thing. And uh, although this friend was sort of off to the side, we're like, uh oh, we need to now tell everybody. Right. And all hell broke loose. Everybody had to go get tested. Everybody, we waited in line for four hours the following day to get the instant test because there's only one location around here that does instant tests and there's a line out the door every single morning to get them. Wow. Uh, Everybody panicked. Everybody took time off work, whatever. The friend got an additional test that same day, three day turnaround, just to be sure. Yeah. Three days later, the long test comes back negative. Negative. And we had heard... And I read this online and I heard this from other people as well. Very few false positives in the instant test. They said the instant test, you can sometimes get a false negative. False positives, incredibly rare. But this, it seems like clearly a false positive because he didn't have symptoms. No one around him had symptoms. The friend who spent the most time with him uh, in close proximity also tested negative. Wow. So it's almost certainly a false positive. But the Internet is telling us that false positives don't exist. Yeah. Yeah, so see, I, I just don't know. I'm very skeptical about the whole thing. There's the issue that I have that's pushing me closer t- to jump over the conspiracy fence. Yeah. It it like okay, if he was positive, which obviously he w- I mean, common sense is telling us that he wasn't. Mm-hmm. But if he was, someone else should have been sick. Not a single person tested positive. Yeah. Not a single one. No one at the party, nobody in his family, nobody in the house that he lived in, nothing. I mean, if it's as widespread as they say it is, why aren't more people sick? Well, a lot of people are sick. Yes, I, and I'm not discounting because, I mean, Steve was sick. Yeah. Our very own Two Cent Steve was sick. He was very sick. I'm not sure he's still tasting or smelling right now. Yeah, I've heard some people that three months later they're still having taste problems. Yeah. So... I'm not discounting the people that got sick, but man, is it is it that hard to catch? That easy to catch, you mean? No, I'm saying is it that hard to catch? Because I, I, my point was going to be, if we were going to catch COVID, we should have caught COVID in Deadwood. Oh, well. People were on top true. of us. Yeah. On top of us. Yeah, that's definitely true. From... Every fucking state in the union. <laughs> no, that was the least social distance. And I will admit, the next week I went to South Carolina, and I went to a bar in South Carolina, which was a hot spot. Yeah. And uh, it was almost as bad as Deadwood. Wow. And they had a lot of cases down there. Yeah. And, you know, we did the best we could. You know, we sure. had masks on for some of it, and we hand sanitized and everything. You know, made sure we clean the surface or whatever. Right. But, but um, the mask yeah, does not know. protect you from getting sick. Your own right. mask does not protect 
you yourself from getting sick. It's, well, it does, but it's negligible. I think. It is, yeah. yeah it's to it's prevent you from spreading it to somebody else. Correct. Correct. So I'm not saying the masks don't work. I, I, that nah, Don't take that as my argument there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, because I think wearing masks is important. Uh, but there were no masks in Deadwood. Uh, no, there, there were, I mean, the dealers had them on. Yeah. Well, the dealers were behind plexiglass. Right. But the uh, fuck, fuck the rest of us. <laughs> I, I don't think I saw a single mask in the entire no. town. No. And it was popping that day, too. It was popping. It was a Thursday night and it was popping. Yeah. The poker table I was at was popping. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, look, I don't think. I don't think the CDC is faking numbers. Like, no, I don't think like, is no. that, you know what I mean? I, no. I'm, so I'm not going to go like, you know, it's a deep state conspiracy. No, I'm not but going that far either. What I will say is like, it, you probably, I, I, I think these numbers aren't put into the proper context. I think that's no. the problem. No, I think like we don't have exactly an understanding of what 2 million cases means. No, what is two? What do 2 million cases look like? How many of those people are actually, you know, can actually spread the thing? What does 180,000 deaths look like? Right. What is 180,000 deaths as compared to other causes of death? Yeah. You know, sounds like a lot. Probably yeah, is a lot. It is a lot. Um, but like, are, do you expect to see that in your personal life? Like, do you expect if this thing gets to a million deaths, which I don't, I certainly hope it doesn't. I, but if it gets to a million yeah. deaths, are you going to know somebody that dies from it? Because I don't you, know anybody that's died from it. You should. I barely know somebody who has it. You know, I know. So I, I know one person in my life that I can call up right now and talk to about it. Yeah. That had it. I know, uh, three, I think. Okay. You have a much wider friend circle than I do too. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. I think, yeah, I think I have three, but my I, point is, I don't know. I don't my, know. But also my, the, the other point, go ahead, go ahead. Finish what you want to say. No, I, I, my, my thing is school has started up now. We've been in school two plus weeks. Mm-hmm. We've had nothing. Are kids wearing masks? No. Oh. No. Not the case here. What's that? Not the case here. Oh, really? So my sister's going back to school in two days. Yeah. And she will be going Mondays and Tuesdays because her last name ends in D. Okay. And then the other half of the alphabet is going to school on Thursdays and Fridays. Wow. And she's doing e-learning on Thursdays and Fridays. And Wednesdays yeah. are off for everybody. And when they're in the classrooms, masks all day long wow hallways classroom lunch you can take it off but you can only eat your lunch in the classroom separated from people or outside she's in the marching band marching band obviously is not performing for anything there's no football games happening oh there's we got we got sports games going on tonight (laughs) damn dude yeah no not happening here yeah each kid's got to be 12 feet apart from each other when they're playing their instrument and band nope no the only time, and I'm not kidding you, the only time the kids are socially distant is in the line to lunch. Once they okay. get their lunch tray, they sit down shoulder to shoulder and across from each other on picnic table style tables. Explain that one to <laughs> and me. And eat. <laughs> <laughs> but we have markings so that they're six feet apart standing in line. Okay. Yeah, so. so that's the thing that bothers me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I know that there's nobody at school, at my school, saying, you know, oh, we got we to gotta, we gotta toe the line here uh, of social distancing. 
But are we just making a bunch of sheep by making them stand six feet apart in line and then saying, okay, go set wherever the fuck you want to set to eat lunch. Climb on top of your fucking neighbor if you want to. It's definitely a half measure. It's a, it's a half measure. It's definitely a ma- yeah. But are I mean, we I, creating sheep? What are do you we mean cre- by that? Are we creating people who are are designed to just follow direction regardless of you know consequences afterwards oh well i think that's the entire united states school system Uh, probably yeah probably (laughs) that's what begins to bother me though Uh uh-huh right yeah i i see i see what you mean i see what you mean for sure i don't know Uh, yeah i i don't i don't I, I don't know. I, I have no idea. Like, I, I don't know, if, like, if we're supposed to use anecdotal evidence as evidence here. Right. Like, because I don't know, like, how widespread this thing actually is. Like, it's really, that's the thing about this country. It's, there's so many people in it, and it's, like, numbers are just numbers. Yeah. But, like, you really can't get a firm grasp, unless you're, like, a nurse in a hospital or something. Right. And like, then, you're really not going to see the impact of this. No. You're just not. You're not going to know enough people that got sick. You're not going to know enough people that died from it but what to bo- really get an understanding of it. So I, what, I really don't know. What bothers me, though, is if something, and I'm not saying that COVID isn't serious, but something more serious and more deadly comes along, no one is going to take it seriously. Mm. You yeah. cried wolf once and shut down the economy. Yeah. It ain't happening again. Right. It will never happen again. Yeah. Yeah, entirely. So right. you if something serious comes along where if you get it, your chances of dying are 50-50. Yeah, if the black plague comes again, yeah. And not even the black the black plague. I mean, people still get the plague. <laughs> well, the plague is still fine. a thing. <laughs> I'm saying if a real if COVID 2020 21 comes along let's say COVID 21 comes along and if you get it flip of a coin you're gonna die 50 50 shot you're gonna not be able to survive people are gonna be like wow the last one wasn't that bad we ain't shutting we're not killing the economy for this yeah no it's it's hard after right it's hard when it, you don't see it. It's hard when you don't see it in your in front of your face when it's not smacking you in the face. Like this is what's happening. It doesn't here. it doesn't matter? I think this was blown out of proportion. I think, yeah, I think this was blown up bigger than it should have been. I'm I'm kind of with you. Yeah, I know it's kind of you're not really allowed to say that. You're not. With you. <laughs> yeah, you know it's kind of like a dirty little thing. You're not yeah. allowed to say. You only I say know- it in private. And I know we have people listening to us right now who are screaming at us. Oh, I've, I, I know plenty of nurses that have already screamed at me yeah. in person. And oh, we, yeah. we know one nurse that will Twitter us. <laughs> and right. you know what? We love her. Yeah. Yeah. A, a very close friend of mine who's a nurse gave me a, gave me a real talking to a couple months ago. They're also this. on the front line and they see the worst of the worst. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know, but like <laughs> the, the guy that's on the ground in Iraq is the guy that is most qualified to talk about Iraq, true. right? Very true. You know, so, I mean, that's whose opinion you want on it. Yeah. The, yeah the, here, we, we won't know for another, we won't know for another three years. Really? No, we won't. We won't. Know, like what kind of impact this had on the economy, unemployment, on, no. you know, on health coverage. We just no. we won't know for another three years, and then we'll look back and we'll be like, either 
that was a great thing that we did or that was a catastrophic decision we made as, but, a, but as people, a nation and as a globe, really, as a planet. People, people also need to stop calling this a quarantine. We weren't fucking quarantined, people. Well, you if, weren't. N- no, you weren't either. Uh, a quarantine close to it. A quarantine means no going to the grocery store, no oh. going for gasoline. You are in your house. You are not fucking leaving for any fucking reason unless yeah. you're going to the doctor to die. Right. What we had was not a quarantine, especially here in Nebraska. Well, yeah. Life just continued on in Nebraska. Yeah, life was normal. But no order in Uber Eats, you know. Right. We did not have a real quarantine. Yeah, 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 yeah. And in the land of the free, you can never have a real quarantine, I suppose. I guess you can't. <laughs> I guess you can't. Oh, COVID. COVID. COVID, man. What a year, huh? What? Yeah, I just... This is fucking 2020, and now we have an asteroid heading for us the day before the election. Stop it. Yes. Look no. it up. Look it up. Stop it. Asteroid coming the day before the election. And what are we planning on doing about that? Look it up. It's not very big. It's like two meters. Okay. It's not very big. What if it hits in Wisconsin and like the election is uh, thrown into a tizzy? <laughs> well, it could. <laughs> <laughs> What if it just takes out like Madison. Columbus, Ohio, <laughs> Madison, Wisconsin, Omaha, Nebraska? Yeah, <laughs> no, it's not that big. It, it okay. won't do much. Well, how big was that one in Russia? The in 2013? Yeah, that was like a minivan sized. I thought right. Uh, two, it was like 60 meters. I want to say. Ooh, uh, I want to see. Oh, 20 meters, 66 feet. Uh, 66 feet. Got it. So it's 20 meters. So this is 10 times smaller. Okay. So, yeah. Supposedly, supposedly I have a piece of this meteor from Russia. I own a piece, supposedly. What, you bought it off of Craigslist? Uh, Yeah. It's not a piece of that meteor. It's supposedly a piece of this. <laughs> Where'd you get it? Uh, it was off of eBay. Okay. And I and want... who listed it? It was like... Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> Otto Gorbachev? <laughs> 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 Mikhail Gorbachev. <laughs> no, I really have no idea, but supposedly it is a piece of it. Okay. And it I mean it looks like the other fragments from it, but I mean it could be anything. It's definitely a it's definitely a meteor cuz it's magnetic. Oh, but only meteors are magnetic rocks? Well, not only, but m- most of them have enough uh is it iron in them mm. to be a mag- to be attracted to a magnet. Got it. Got it. And then I have a another slice of a meteor from a, one that landed in Nebraska. And I have a certificate of authenticity for that one. Oh, so you know it's true. That one is definite, a Nebraska meteor. I could draw up a certificate of authenticity. No, not like this one. Better than that one. Not like this one. Okay. This is a di- this is certified certificate of authenticity. It's okay. laminated and everything. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so what do you think? Biden's going to win? What do you think? Nah, I don't think so. Okay. Too early to tell. Okay. Trump has a smaller margin, or, or I should say Biden has a smaller margin of victory uh, over Trump in the swing states than Hillary did at this time. I keep hearing this, but it's like he he came back in the last election. You know what I mean? Like, I understand like people are, you want to draw a parallel between the two, but it's yeah. like, you know, the Patriots were down to 28 to three at the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl. And now they're down 25 points again, which means they're going to win again. And it's like, no, you're not supposed to come back from 25 points. You know no. what I'm saying? No, but again, with the polling, I don't think these people are being truthful when they're called up and asked who they're voting for. I think a lot well, of Trump supporters are lying. Yeah. I think a yes. lot of Trump supporters are lying. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Maybe more than last time. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Is is there more of a stigma around being a Trump supporter now than in 2016? I think there probably is. 100% yes. Yeah. So you're probably more ashamed to admit it now than you would have in 2016. Yeah, and, and maybe we talked about this on the air. But you get a random phone call one day from somebody, and they say, Hi, Nico. You're part of a random poll. Uh, who are you voting for for president? Goodbye. <laughs> All Goodbye. Right. So here's the thing. The person on the other end of the line knows exactly who you are. Mm-hmm. You have no idea who that person is. Right. What if it's somebody who's calling up to see if you're a Trump supporter to try to get you fired from your job? Because that happens. I suppose that's possible. I suppose that's possible. I mean, if you're a Trump supporter, people are going to bully you out of your job. So why would you tell the truth? Uh, yeah, I suppose that's possible. Yeah. Why the fuck would you tell the truth to the person who on the other end of the line knows exactly who you are? You have no idea who they are. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I guess that's possible. I, I would think that these polls would account for that, though. But I don't, I don't know think they, they are. I don't think they can. I truly don't think they can. The hatred towards Donald Trump and, and how he has changed how elections work. I don't think you can poll. Uh, I don't know. Here, here's the thing, right? Like last election, what they found is that the national numbers were not very accurate. Right. But the state by state numbers were accurate. Okay. So I think like part of this is just like how we interpret polls and, yeah. and and how we think about elections. Like to think about it as a national race is really sort of a bad way of thinking. It about is because it. it's not a national race. It's not right. a national race. No, there are 12 states that really decide it. And those yeah. are the only 12 states that matter. And really all you're looking for is how those 12 states think about politics. Yeah. It doesn't matter what some schmuck in Connecticut thinks about. No. About who should be president. No. Um, so, you know, I think that's part of it. And I also do think that there's a Trump factor now, or there's a, there's a, uh, there's a stigma around Trump. That's yeah. a factor. Yeah. Um, but that also means though, if the, if it's, if you're more embarrassed to admit you're a Trump supporter in 2020, that also means there are probably less Trump supporters in 2020. But, you I know? don't know about that. I, I, I've thought about that too. I really, I, I don't have an answer for that. I don't, I, I don't an know. I, it's, you're right. It's hard to know because 
we can't trust these polls. No, we can't. It's hard to know. Yeah, it is. I, I think the the day after the election, we're going to have learned a lot one way or another, regardless yeah. of who wins and who loses. We're going to learn a lot about our system. Well, yeah. And it's also going to take us three weeks to know the results, which yeah, is the other so. part of this. This whole mail-in voting thing, I don't know where I stand on it. I'll be honest with you. I think it should all be online. You That's can't. You cannot do it online. We talked about this. This is what it, this. I'm so glad you brought that up because we were talking yeah. about this on Facebook. You yeah. can't do that. Why? It's Im- impossible. Why? <laughs> who who Why? do you trust? Who do you trust to make the uh, the software uh, neutral? Okay, put it this way. Fine. I may not trust Google, if that's what you're saying. I, I, I may not trust Apple or what, what, whoever that, that third party is. Sure. Do I trust them more or less than the 25-year-old in the precinct that's mailing the ballots in? I'm not talking about mail-in. Do you know what I mean? I'm no, not or talking that, or about that is, Or that is responsible for counting them in each individual precinct? You know what I mean? Like, there's no oversight when it comes to that either. Sure, there so is because like, okay, and maybe maybe I don't know how it works in the bigger places, but here it is a group of six people that unlock the boxes: uh-huh. three Democrats and three Republicans okay. that unlock the boxes and count the votes as a group. Okay, and the vote tally, like the the paper ballots are tallied up. And give given back to the the clerk uh-huh. of the count the county clerk. Okay, sure. And but this is all this is all precinct by precinct, though. Right. This is not a nationally regulated system. This is like okay. Th- this is no. how your county in Nebraska does it. Right. Exactly. But meanwhile, and there's a county in North Carolina a couple years ago during a congressional race where it's like there were ballots just hanging out in a trunk, and yeah. they never got back. That happens. They just went missing. So what happens to the ballots that get that don't get uploaded to the internet? Well, I'm they're just saying missing. that you have there there's a lot more oversight. That's my only point. Wrong. There's a, a lot less oversight. Because okay, so you have this system. You have no idea you click on I'm voting for Joe Biden. You have no idea if the person that programmed that uh has randomly selected so many Joe Biden votes to be converted to Donald Trump votes and or vice versa. I guess so, but you could do that physically though. That's my only How? point. How can you do that physically? Because you can take a bunch of there's a bunch of ballots just hanging out. It's not like there's one particular ballot that's assigned to you. There's right. stacks and stacks of ballots. There, there's a there's a surplus of ballots at each individual. You could have a guy that's just bubbling in Joe Biden and just and feeding it into the machine when his coworkers aren't looking. It's happened. Yeah, I, I that, guarantee you that this is possible. It's a lot easier. Uh, that it's a lot easier in I, person. I just don't think that happens. I don't think you let. I, I, there's too many people at a polling place to let that happen. I don't know, man. My local polling place, it, it is. There are maybe like six senior citizens. Four yeah. of them have dementia. No <laughs> one's looking at anything. There's no security footage anywhere. Like no. if I just just accidentally just grabbed five stacks of ballots 
and just bubbled in one particular candidate and fed it into the machine. How, Nobody would notice. How are you going to get a hold of five stacks of ballots? I don't know. They're sitting on the table. It's only one guy that hands you the ballot. Right. And so how are you going to get a hold? I, 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 that I'm guy not, can get a hold of the ballot. I, I'm, not, I'm just saying like there, there is fraud available okay. in, in every avenue. I'm just saying like the internet. Right. Like, and how you many can build, you can build the, the strongest, the strongest security system digitally. I mean, that's where the technology is. But my, that's why we do our banking online. That's why we don't bank in person anymore. Yeah, but we can exchange hundreds of millions of dollars at the click of a of an iPhone, whatever we want. You're right. Banking is the most secure system we have. But but those are auditable uh, transactions. You can audit this too. How do you audit if if one person, one person? Okay, let, let me step back for a minute. How many precincts? I would like to know the answer to this, and I'm sure it's Googleable, but I'm not going to Google it right now. Okay. But how many? There, there's what a thousand precincts, five thousand precincts available. Yeah, probably around five thousand. Let's yeah. say five thousand, just for the sake of argument, five thousand precincts. So you have a you have fraud in one precinct out of hundred thousand precincts. A hundred thousand precincts. Correct. Holy fucking shit. Yes. So. You have fraud in, say, five precincts in the nation. Uh-huh. That's a very small number versus having one system that can that one guy can go in and say, change nine uh, percent of the votes for Donald Trump to Joe Biden. George Bush won by less than a thousand votes in one state. Yes. No, he, he won the election on less than a thousand votes. In one state. Yes. He, but but that, that's what I'm saying. It can come down to that. Though. I guess you're right. It can. It can. No, you, you have a good point. It can, of course, Trump won this one by 80,000 votes but you in, have, in the swing states. You have one system that can corrupt 100,000 precincts versus... I just a, don't understand what, versus where you one think this vulnerability comes from. Versus one precinct corrupting a whole 100,000 nationwide i don't know man we're talking about the same thing when it comes to the mail-in ballots though yeah you it's can't like, you can't send mail-in ballots to everybody you can't do that okay Sorry. why why do you think that that's open to fraud then and in-person voting isn't because any 13 year old could pick up the ballots uh from his street and send it in and that's going to be a lot more widespread than a ballot worker stuffing a, a ballot box he's going to pick it up from where from everybody's mailbox. He's going to go into mailboxes? He's going into mailboxes sure. and just taking ballots out of the mailboxes? Yeah. Why not? I, I don't know. That's a widespread problem. I, I, it just sounds like the same thing to me. I don't know. Uh, so the sounds other like, prob- It just sounds like two halves of the same coin. The other problem is your name is associated with a ballot then at that point. Yeah. That's not right. Oh. Okay. That's a fair point. That's a fair argument. Yeah. Okay. I'll buy that. Yeah. You can't. That's not right. I'll buy that. I'll buy that. Yeah. There should be anonymity to it. Yeah. Yes. That's a fair point. Because then yeah. there, then okay. there's too many hands touching that ballot that gets back to your county uh, precinct. 
You got the person at the mailbox, the mail, the person who picks up the mail at the mailbox, the person who sorts the mail at the at the post office, the person who then has to sort it at the other post office, the person who delivers it. <coughs> Sorry, I'm dying here. <laughs> there he goes again. <laughs> oh man, that cough button really comes oh, in handy. It does today. come in handy. Yeah. There's too many hands on a ballot where then that person could go, oh, well, Rob, he's a Trump supporter. So out the window. Yeah, I um, and you never know if it got to the destination. Yeah, I guess. Go get a thousand dollars and mail it to yourself. Would you do that? Go get a thousand dollars cash, put it in an envelope and mail it to yourself. Would you wire it to yourself? No, no, no. No, No, that's what I'm saying. Would you wire it to yourself? Sure. Because okay. that's an auditable transaction. Okay. And whatever process we use to audit that transaction, we can use to audit the election as well. But you just said that it's a bad idea to have your name tied no, to no, a vote. I, I, I buy that argument. Only- what I don't buy is the security argument. I, I understand that. Like, if you want to, if you, if this is a privacy argument, that's fine. Like, I'll hear that. I don't necessarily think, though, that a digital process is more vulnerable oh, to fraud than an in-person process. 100% is. Okay, yeah, maybe. No, I, I think that's that's fair though. Like you wouldn't mail a check to yourself. Okay, that I understand now. I'm not why saying you wouldn't check, do cash, cash. Oh, mail cash. Yeah, whatever. I all right. I understand that, but you know, I, I'm not so sure. I, I I have no problem Venmoing a hundred dollars to myself. No, I don't either. You know, so I I don't see why we can't build an infrastructure, an online infrastructure, that you can verify people's voter ID easily. Right. All you got to do is put your social security number or whatever into the system and it's there or, or you put in like your license number yeah, or whatever. Then the hell you've you do. tied the, you've tied your name to your ballot. That's a problem. So you would have to then somehow um, implement sort of an anonymous process. And then where it's like you, you need to verify your identity in order to submit the ballot. But once it's submitted and verified, then that information is erased. And then there is the point where it's too easy to change 9% of the Trump votes to Biden. <sighs> I guess, but okay, there, I get what your, your point is that you want these elections to be decentralized. So right. it protects against widespread fraud. You don't want all the people having the power. Exactly. I get it. I just think as a practice, digital is, an, is a far more secure way of of exchanging any information than in person is but i understand that what you're saying is that that makes it you are you are now more vulnerable to the whims of one person yes right but i think the process itself though i think it's is, too assuming easy. that the it's assuming too, that who's ever in charge of it has the best intentions and who would that be yeah i get it who I would that it. be i get it it's jeff bezos i get it <laughs> <laughs> So the problem is it with an online system, one person has too much power over a nationwide of votes, where if you've decentralized it like it has been for 250 years, one person can't do fucking shit. But a lot of people can do a lot of shit. Absolutely, but... If you've got that many hands in the cookie jar, it's not going it, to, it's then guaranteed to happen with a, a centralized system. 
if a lot of people are already doing a lot of shit, there's no way of stopping one person from do from doing a nationwide damage, nationwide shit yeah. show. I, I get it. I get it. It's the it's the uh, it's the Jesse Ventura in you that's always skeptical of big government. I get it. <laughs> I, I was governor, that, bro. I was Navy <laughs> SEAL, a fighter. I've seen things that you can't believe. The most compelling case, I think, is that you would be attaching your name to a to a yeah, vote, and I think that's probably that. not a an ideal. You don't want that. No, no. I get it. Anyway, that being said, I think Joe Biden's going to win. No, that was the I other don't. argument we we're having a couple <laughs> yeah, weeks I, ago, too. I don't I, I I'll, I'll be honest. I don't know if I care. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I definitely don't care. <laughs> I definitely don't fucking care. I'm just not sure if one is better than the other. I think Trump's a fucking clown. Yes. Uh, and I think Biden is going to die in two years. Right. I, I mean, it's a it's a point of do I want Kamala as my president? Yeah. Which and I don't, I don't think I do. I, I guess. I, I don't know. No, I'm just I'm you know, I watched Boy State and it was very clarifying for me. It's just like it, yeah. there's no reason to support any of these people. Just no. vote third party. Yeah. That's and, my stance. And that's never going to happen. I know it's not. I know it's not. If we did this first past the post voting system that we have is fucked. We have to go to rank choice voting. I yeah, think that is the only yeah, Nick thing. Nick and I have talked about this a lot. Yeah. I think that is the only thing that saves this nation. Is rank yeah, choice. Yeah, you you would. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I you would get a lot of very unpopular politicians. You would get politicians that twenty percent of the nation supports. As opposed to sixty percent of the nation supports sixty-five. Right? Yeah, you're okay. Fifty-two. How about that? Yeah, okay, that I can buy. Sure. But if you, if if there's a candidate that comes along that gets fifty-two percent of the uh, of the nation behind them, they deserve to win. In, mm-hmm. in a system where you have a choice of five people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. A choice of two people. You're always only going to get a. a a half plus one well theoretically you're you do have five choices it's just none of them are viable um here's the thing though if we can't change the electoral college if we can't change it we're not going to change the the system i don't think we need to change i don't think we need to change the electoral college yeah but my only point is that if we're not going to change that we're not going to change well no you're right no 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 no, you're that process is just impossible yeah yeah Yeah, nothing's going to get changed anyway yeah who knows? It is fascinating. I love election night. It's the best. It's so much fun. I'm kind of bummed that we're not gonna um we're we're not gonna know the results though that night, most likely. Most likely, I don't think we will. Yeah. Unless it's a landslide one way or another. Right. Right. Which I don't imagine it's gonna be. <laughs> if Trump I mean Trump Trump thinks New York is in play. Trump is talking out <laughs> his ass. <laughs> No, you know what? The the whole race is Wisconsin. That's it's what it's come down to. It's so strange and eerie that like that's where all of the unrest is going on. Yeah. Now uh, in like the swing state essentially. Right. right. Um it's just really spooky that like that that's where protests are happening. Yeah. Um but that's that's the race, man. And it's either like this 
these protests are going to benefit Trump or they're not going to benefit Trump. But, you know, it depends how he responds to it, I guess. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. It looks like it's kind of tilting in his favor. So, um, it, that, I, it I does, st- doesn't it? It does it look does. like it does. I, I still think, though, he only won by 80,000 votes last time. Uh, and I think Biden is a more palatable candidate than Hillary. And I just think like he would really have to fuck up. You you believe that when Biden gets on a, on a debate stage, if he ever gets on a debate stage, yeah. that he is going to embarrass himself so severely mm-hmm. that he's going to blow the election there. He and I just I don't buy that. I, I don't buy that debates even matter that much. He's not going to be able to stand up three debates, two and a half hours each, roughly. Let's say two mm-hmm. hours each. Six hours on a debate stage. My argument is just give the man a piece of paper and just have him read the notes. That's well, it. I mean, he's going to have the questions ahead of time anyway. So what the fuck? Do make? <laughs> I was governor. I w- I've seen things that you can't believe. <laughs> I, I was th- I was there when they gave Hillary the questions to the debate. Give the guy a piece of paper, have him read the bullet points and go home. Just just tell yeah. him don't stray off the script and you're going to win. Take a fucking knee. This race is over. That's that would be he, my if I'm his campaign manager, that's what I would be saying to him. But he can't. He won't be able to because he's Trump not, He's not a freaking dementia patient yet, Rob. He's going to he'll be okay. I'm not he'll saying okay. that he's a dementia patient, but my point is Trump eggs on people to like he gets under people's skin to where they have to respond. And that's um, where people get in trouble. Yeah, maybe. Trump brings out this visceral reaction of of maybe. people. Regardless if if Joe Biden is on a train track, Donald Trump can figure out a way to derail that train. Uh 100% maybe. of the time. I don't know, the old Trump could have Trump has gotten under the skin of the media so much. It pisses them off so bad. And they're the ones in control of everything. New Trump thing. I, I don't know. New Trump is kind of shot. It looks like. I, don't know I if saw I like the that dude line. today. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the guy today. Like a couple days ago, he was like slurring his words and everything. Like he's just reading off the paper. He looks tired. I don't think Donald Trump gets tired. Okay. Well, I disagree. Okay. He looks fucking tired to me. And he looks like he really doesn't want to win again. The, the RNC speech <laughs> no. this time was significantly less uh, inspired as the well, first one. Well, but the, both of the conventions were awful because of COVID. Yeah, it didn't help. No, that didn't help. I, he, he looked bored. He doesn't ad lib anymore. No. He doesn't go off script. He's not funny anymore. Think about Trump as he used to be funny. I, I, I haven't heard Trump make a good joke in about two years oh please what was it the other day oh he he walked out of the podium and he said to the media uh i hoped you liked your convention a much better one's coming up this next week (laughs) now that's fucking hilarious i don't care who you are it's it's not as good as uh as uh, little jeb bush quiet (laughs) quiet it's not as good as that that was pretty good or what is uh, it with low energy jed low jed? energy jed i hope you enjoyed your convention much I better ones know. coming up next week i think he's shot i think he's shot and there I is think one Biden, literally you could you could run a fucking house plant you could put a fucking you could put a weeping willow tree behind the podium and he would beat trump at this point 
there's one thing as non-controversial as possible there's one thing in this world that i know for a fact and it's that donald trump doesn't want to lose anything i don't care if it's a (laughs) game of war in a deck of cards or if it's the roll of a dice trump does not want to lose I don't care what it is. As he once told Kevin Jonas on Celebrity Apprentice, nobody outsmarts me. <laughs> I wish I had more Trump uh, buttons here instead of just this. I don't know if I like that line. <laughs> Years ago, when I was like 10, my uncle bought me a Donald Trump action figure. Oh, my God. Um, I don't know if I still have it, but it had like all his catchphrases from Apprentice. Oh, that sounds awesome. <laughs> Oh, well, should we get out of here? I think so. This is it's, fun. It's not the same without Nick, though. I miss Nick. Yeah, I do, too. Quanah was fun, though. Yeah. What yeah, else? was great. Uh, let's see. How can people get a hold of everybody? Uh, I'm at Fun and Eco Tweets. Nick is at Tacky Slacks. There you go. And uh, you're at Rob Arfett. Yeah. I need to change my name. Definitely. Yeah. And so do Not you. as much as I need to change mine. <laughs> no, you need to change yours for sure. When you change yours, I'll think about changing mine. Uh, Nick will be back next week, though. Yeah, next promise. Next week. What was what up with the heart emoji he had? I don't know. It was a little uh, in, in our group chat. Freaked me no out homo. a little bit. Well, no homo. Well, well, freak me out just a little bit. Look like a suicide tweet. <laughs> I'll be back next week. I promise you guys. Heart emoji. See you guys.